Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 911, what's your emergency? I'd like to report a PLT, please. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time a flight attendant asked you if you wanted some nuts and you told them, no, thanks. I brought my own. Thinking a joke about testicles was hilarious and appropriate on an airplane. Well, baby, it's not. And you are one PLT. Hi, everybody. My name is Ryan Steele. And with me, as always, is my crush, the light of my life, my sister I never had, Amy Jason Goodmurphy. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good Your sister and the crush you never had. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're, you're a whole bunch of different things to me. Hey, it's I really like that a lot. And it's a family-friendly podcast. Yes, it is. That's what we always say. Yeah, well, do we? We do because we're always talking about family and loving each other. This is true. Being sensual. Yeah, being sensual. <laughs> you know what I mean? You especially. Oh, my God. Pervert. Listen, we're so busy lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we're, I feel like I have like no money is coming in, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that we have like a lot to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. I get segue to, hey, everyone, have you jumped on our Patreon yet? <laughs> there are nude photos of us on there. Mm-hmm. There is one porno that I did in 1999 called Balls Part 8. <laughs> and uh, did that, you have full, two full I, balls? I still had, oh, how old am I? Uh, 99. I, no, no, I only had one ball at the time. How did they know? How did they let you? Well, I was like, yeah, I had to, you know, when uh, Joey was on Friends and he had to be um, uncircumcised for that role, but he was circumcised. So he put the salami over his penis. Did yeah. you see that episode? Yes, I did. I had to do the same thing where I had to put like a, a walnut next to my testicle yeah. and it, they, they pu- I pulled it off. Wow. Yeah. I just used like tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tape. One of the other porn guys was like, this looks fucked up. I said, shut up. Just keep fucking me. <laughs> I need this check. <laughs> <laughs> I need this check. How old are you about? I was 21. You needed the check. Yeah. Oh my God. Because porn paid my bills for the, like, I'd say 21 to 26. Really? Yeah. I have never known that you were a porn star. I, I know. There's, there's a lot of things about me you don't know. You don't know. know. There's a lot of things about me you don't know. No, what is the line from Degrassi? Yeah. 
There's a lot of things you don't know about me. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, horny man or uh, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mark, edit that out. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Um, well, I love talking about porn with you. Mm-hmm. I love knowing about your porn history. Yeah. Where did your porn air? You can find it online. Just like on, look up Ryan Steele porn. Yeah. You'll see it. Yeah. Perfect. You know what? Actually, we're kidding right now, but there is a porn star named Brian <laughs> Steele. So for any of our listeners who are going to go Google that right now, that's not me. There's a Ryan Steele figure skater, a Ryan Steele comedian star, megastar, you. Mm-hmm. And then there's a porn star, Ryan Steele. And, and there's a Ryan Steele dancer in New York. Oh. And on VR Troopers, which was like uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ripoff yeah. in the 90s, the main character's name was Ryan Steele. What, what is happening? You know, I, I need to change my, my name to Xander like I wanted to. <laughs> Xander Steele. Xander. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Well, well, what do you got going on that's good in your life? Okay, well, I don't know if it's that good. Speaking of porn, mm-hmm. I got a nice little message today on Facebook. And from a guy I haven't talked to in maybe 10 years, he doesn't even live here, but he was, he, he dated a friend of mine a while back. And he just messaged me today. And I just got, I didn't open it. I just got the push notification. And it said, show me that fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, literally, oh, I was still home because you know what? I I didn't respond. And then when I was at the gym later, I I got a push notification. It just said message unsent. So he had like waited an hour. I did not show him my fat ass. And then he was like, obviously (laughs) embarrassed. But like, what's wrong with you, dude? I haven't talked to you in 10 years, Owen. And then you (gasps) saw. We're going to have to edit that out. There's lots of different Owens. Um, But he messages me. He just sends me this message. Show me that fat ass. Like what? Not even. Hey, Ryan. Been a while. How's your fat ass? <laughs> XOXO Owen. You know what I mean? He could like, have been like, hey, Ryan, it's Owen. How's it going? Haven't yeah. talked to you in so long. Yeah. Anyways, would love to catch up. P.S. Show me that fat ass. <laughs> See, you that's know? the mature thing to do. Like grow up. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Also, I don't have a fat ass. Is the thing. Like you got a pretty. No, you actually you have a tiny little. I do have a butt. tiny little bit. Yeah, I remember my mom told me once. She's like, you don't have an ass. I was like, probably in my early 20s. I was like, shut Shut up, mom. Shut up, mom. You're so horny. Yeah, stop looking at my bum, mom. She wanted you to have a fat ass. <laughs> she, wanted me to- you, she never got a son with a fat ass. No, she didn't. Well, I really like that a lot. <laughs> also, you should have showed him your little tiny ass and been like, what? I, you know what I actually did though? I actually looked in the mirror and I pulled my underwear down and yeah. I looked at my ass and I was yeah. like, yeah, see, it's not even worth taking a photo. Do you want a fat ass? No. Well, guess what? What? Fat asses are out. Really? Yes. Who I said? Just, I told you, listen, there's an article. It's I think it's called Big asses are out, okay? <laughs> okay? And it's in regards to the Kardashians. And this stupid, I like someone, a friend of mine told, Cetera, you know Cetera, she always oh, knows I the things. Her, yeah. You love her. She told us, me, Jenny and I, that fat asses are out. Guess what? So we were like, oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, fuck, because I just got a natural fat ass. Like, I had a big butt. Mm. Um, it's probably a little bit unhealthy. <laughs> I read this article that the headline said, Pete approves. Oh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I, I know. And this is what it said. Kim's 28 year old beau seems to adore his girlfriend's curvy physique. As an insider previously said, Pete, quote, grabs her waist, compliments her butt and touches her hair. End quote. While they are out on dates. He's extremely sexual and in her face. The source added he's making it crystal clear. He likes her. Wow. So here's the thing. He likes her fat ass. Yeah. But there was another article that said she, apparently she's taking the fillers out of her butt. Oh. Even though forever she said she didn't have fillers and it was a natural ass. Oh yeah, sure. Yo, caught in a lie, caught, Kimmy. Caught in a lie, Kim. So anyways, don't worry because fat asses are gone. You know, Pete Davidson has a huge penis. I heard. Yeah, it's like a known thing. Do you know that apparently he got um, a tattoo that is like in tribute to her children? Oh, already? Why are you doing that? Yeah. 
Why are you doing that? Yeah. It's not going to last. No. (laughs) Never does. Of course. Just ask me. (laughs) Sometimes people work it out, you know? Like for me? Like just in relationships. Oh, relationships. Not you. You. You you, you were okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. That's what's going on about fat asses. You ever um, got so high you thought you had a fat ass? (laughs) (laughs) You like that segue? Yeah. Um, I I don't think I have, but uh, I have got high recently. And so uh, there's a new store in Vancouver. If you haven't been, it's called Zoomers. It's on Granville and Davie. And it's a mushroom store. Just like, you know, you know, all the cannabis stores now, but it's just mushrooms. And I've had a few mushroom edibles recently I've been given to from people from work. And I love them. And they don't really do much. One, you hardly feel it. Two, ooh, a little bit of a, ooh. And then, uh, yeah, three or four. Ah. But so I, I went there and I saw these ones. And she's like, yeah, she tells me all the different kinds. She's like, these ones will kind of like help you fall asleep. I'm like, yeah, those are the ones I want. Because I don't really like to do drugs when I'm sober. I just say the end of the night kind of thing. After a couple glasses of wine, take a little edible. You know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> so I, I, anyway, I go get these edibles and I've had them. I had one on the weekend, I think. And it was like, it was a good time. I remember being like, oh, I feel really nice right now and slept really, slept really well. And then last night we had, you know, we had a long day again. And I think it was like seven 30. I was just cooking dinner. I'm like, you know what? Cause it takes about an hour to kick in. I'm, I'm going to take it now because I want to have a nice evening and relax and not do it before I fall asleep and just see huge mistake because I was mostly sober Mostly I say I probably had one glass of wine, but, um, it started to kick in like half an hour later. And like, I was getting high at like eight o'clock by myself, 44 year old Ryan Steele on a Tuesday (laughs) night at his bachelor apartment. (laughs) What? What what was happening Were the walls bleeding? Well, no, it was, it wasn't a bad, like I've done mushrooms where you're like, Whoa, you're talking to a tree and stuff like that. It wasn't that bad. And like everything was just elevated and not in a good way because I was just not expecting it. And I was not, it was not balanced with the amount of alcohol in my body, which I usually like to have to kind of like. I think I bought the wrong edibles because <laughs> you're not supposed to take one pill and be yeah. that high already. Yeah. Um, and then my friend, um, the good witch, Mariah, yeah. she, we haven't hung out in a while. So she's going to come over and I literally had to text her and be like, girl, I need about 30 minutes, 45 <laughs> to, just to just, get down, just to get down and you can come over <laughs> and then we're good. And then when she came over, I swear to God, I was a stand up comedian for a sec. I did a whole set in front of her cause yeah. I was still maybe a little high. <laughs> I did a whole set. I did a whole set. And I was probably like, okay, that's my time. Yeah. Have you asked her late, like the next day? Have you asked her if it was actually good? I'm too embarrassed. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Not after that. <laughs> Listen, I'm very curious about mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I've only ever tested the waters with what they call Scooby snacks. Mm-hmm. And I quite enjoyed, I had a wonderful experience once. Um, we went away a couple summers ago to Shawnigan Lake on the island with some friends. Yeah. And we all took them. And outside of the city is like the sky opens up and on a starry night. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa, like you, you know, the right time of year. Mm -hmm. And so we went down to the dock this one night. We had Scooby snacks. We all went down. It's a close group of wonderful friends. Slope had a couple scoops. And then we walked down to the dock and we all laid on our backs and we looked at the sky and there were a million stars and there were satellites flying everywhere. And every so often there was a beautiful shooting star. Uh Yes. And we were like so much, I was like, fuck, this is beautiful. And then at one point, this is a probably you had to be there story, but I sat up and you know, my friend Lane, Mm -hmm. he's bald. He has no hair. We were all lying down and Lane was sitting up already. And then, and then I sat up and I looked at him and I started hysterically laughing and because I was on scoobs Mm -hmm. and he goes what and I said you look like fucking Caillou the bald baby do you know that cartoon Caillou no (laughs) it's a huge baby who's bald and you just look like it's bald baby anyways we were 
cry laughing because we Googled it because no one else knew who Caillou was either. Yeah. It's like, Caillou, Caillou. Okay. Okay. That was, really, that was probably really good. Yeah, it was really good impression. Yeah. And we put the Caillou picture up side by side and we were crying. Anyways, and then we skinny dipped Whoa. under the stars on Scoobs. Did you see their penises? Um, no, it was too dark, okay. but they did take pictures with flash and we were cry laughing then too. Cause we could see my bobs and, <gasps> and a little bit of his dinkle. Your teats? My teats, Whoa. my teats for milking. Anyways, <laughs> I, I recommend that, you know, safely and, and I've never done full mushrooms though, because I have to be honest, it does scare me. Yeah. And I always, I never feel like when I've been offered that the time is right. Mm. I'm not with the right people. I'm not in the right setting. Yeah. And I also think that I have a control issue. I don't like not being in control. I get it. That was me last night a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm worried about doing the full, but I've heard wonderful things. Yeah. I've, you know, yeah, it's, it's hit or miss lately though. Cause I only do like full mushrooms maybe once every couple of years in the summer. Um, fantastic times. Yeah. 10 okay. out of 10. All right. But back in the day I went through, like when I was like in my early twenties, I liked them so much. I was like, yeah, every weekend. And then like, I think by the third or fourth weekend, I had a horrible trip. It was oh. just horrible. Then I did do it again for like 10 years. What if I have a horrible trip and I'm stuck in the trip? What do I do? You probably have to like jump out the window. What? Yeah. What did you do? Well, I like, I, 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 what did I do? I was in a moving car and I just opened the door and I tucked and rolled. <laughs> oh, you did. And we not. were the number one. Yeah. And I like, we were in, um, I think New West or something. You're on the I highway. Just, yeah. We we're on the highway. And I, uh, I was in Burnaby actually. Yeah. And I just tucked and rolled. I ended up in this ravine and then these like bears came after me. Yeah. yeah and I was like, no, get off me. And then what, how'd you get I, I punched them. And then, um, Alexis, you know, came by this is a superhero woman and she was like, fuck you. Who's Alexis? The superhero. And she picked me up and then she threw threw me on top of a building. I couldn't get down for like a week. Holy shit. Alexis. I believe you. Who's Alexis? <laughs> superhero. Well, what kind of superhero? I don't know. You just said she had a big A in her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> big A in a K. Don't Google that. I made that up. Oh my And don't God. Google me porn. Please. It's not me. Please don't Google his please, porn. Please. please. Listen, please. speaking. <laughs> Calm down. One more scoop. Please. One please more can scoop, have one more scoop. Please. Ryan and I have an inside joke where we keep asking for one more scoop of ice cream. Yeah. Please can I have one more scoop. <laughs> please. Can I just have one more scoop? Please. 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 One it's more right scoop, there. Please. It's right there. Please give me another scoop. Wait, I think I like that word scoop. <laughs> Me too. It that's just feels I, nice to say. Yeah, that's how we like it. And I also picture us in an ice cream shop <laughs> yeah. asking someone who hates their job for yeah. one more scoop yeah. for you, free. You paid for two, no. but you want three. Yeah, you please, want three. please, one more scoop. Please, one more scoop. One more scoop ice cream, man. Please. Please. I'm 44. Please. <laughs> please. Yeah, I'm going to have to charge you for it. No, no, no. Please. Also, ice cream is like, what's it called? I always feel sorry for people eating ice cream. I love, like, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. I love. <laughs> Sorry, this wasn't in the plan. I love ice cream, okay? Mm. And like, my dad took me for ice cream a few nights ago. Oh, that's nice. And he got two scoops. I got one. It's yeah. enough. Yeah. I always feel sorry and like embarrassed. It's like a, um, I can't think of the word right now, but like, it's very, um, like it's very sweet and endearing and like kind of sad. Like when you watch someone lick an ice cream cone, like, mm -hmm. I was watching my dad lick his ice cream cone. And like, he, he went from being my like hard ass dad to like this little baby licking a cone. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I always feel so sorry and embarrassed for like, and me, when I'm like licking, I also also think when a man walks past me, this is something I've talked to my therapist about. Every time I'm licking a cone and if it's like a heterosexual looking man, whatever that means, walks past me and looks at me, I'm like, in my head, I go, fuck, are you looking at pervert? Because I'm like licking a cone. <laughs> He's pretending that you're licking his cock. Exactly. He yeah. wants me to lick his cock. Mm -hmm. Every single one. And you don't want to do that. I don't want to do that no, for do a little it. bit of money. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it. Yeah. For a little bit of money because we're not getting a lot right now. Yeah, no. We need a little bit of money. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Patreon, guys. It's just as little as $4 a month. Okay? <laughs> I 
ran into a friend, I ran into a friend of mine and he was like, I'm loving your pod. Um, my friend bones. And he's like, I'm loving your pod. Like I'm the first one to listen. And then I was like, yeah. And then he like brought up on his own. He goes, yeah, but I'm, I don't, I'm not signing up for Patreon. I just, I know it's only $4, but like, like, fuck you bones. Now you have to, I've called your ass out. No, I read an article the other day that if you listen to a podcast and you don't sign up for their Patreon, that you will burn in hell. I read the same article. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, watch out. Yeah. And there was a girl, I knew, one of the girls who signed up for her Patreon yeah. the day after she did, she won $2 million in the lottery. That's the truth. Yeah. I, that is the truth. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Listen, speaking of mushrooms, which are like a natural thing, mm-hmm. I went to go see what I call a nature path because I don't know how to say it properly. A naturopath. Naturopath. I think. Mat- naturopath. Naturopath. I keep saying to Jenny nature path and we laugh, but I'm like, for real, I don't know how to say it. Naturopath. A naturopath. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, how I'm always talking about, first of all, every single one of my PLT stories is me basically shitting my pants, mm-hmm. which is I am not blind. Okay. I can hear and I can see it. Mm-hmm. I got a problem. Mm-hmm. So finally it was like, okay, I'm going to see the nature path again. Natural. I had seen her two years ago. She gave me all these things to do. I had decided at the time, nah, not for me. <laughs> I'm not going to fix. I'm not going to do that, but yeah. thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And then finally little boy, Jenny was like, you're fucked. You got to go see somebody. Yeah. It's not healthy. Anyways, I went to go talk to her. Well, I finally decided I'm doing it all. Mm-hmm. $800 later. $800. Why is it that much? Because I guess it's like alternative, like it's an alternative medicine. What is nature path is like an alternative med- medicine. How long were you there? I was there for like 45 minutes. So they get $800 an hour. No, it's sorry. It's 800. <laughs> it's for, <laughs> I can see how you would think that. That makes perfect I, I, sense. I, that I'm going to be a naturopath <laughs> if that's the case. I'd leave this podcast mid. It's, <laughs> I'd be out of here. I'd go sign up right now. <laughs> no, I can see how you would think that. Mm. But the $800 is like all the tests that they're going to do. Mm. So like I have to do a test to see if I have something called SIBO, S-I-B-O. By the t- but by the way, if this might be interesting to some people, look up S-I-B-O and see if it resonates with you if you have stomach issues. Mm. Um, because yeah, it checked off a lot of boxes for me. She said that to me last time and that's when I said, I don't think so, sweetie. Yeah. You have BO though. So is that- I don't have BO, Brian. It's called natural (laughs) deodorant and I'm sticking to it because I'm trying to be good about some things. Okay. Why are you calling me out like that? Because he stinks. You want fucking BO. (laughs) He's doing that because he's deflecting. Yeah. Okay. Bo, I like to call it. (laughs) You do like to call it Bo. (laughs) Um, Anyhow, you just tell me I have BO. Mm. Well, thanks for telling me now. I (laughs) know. No, you smell nice. (sighs) Okay. So the nature path, what the costs are is you, the SIBO test is like 250 bucks. And then they opt you for, they're like, okay, there's three different levels, price levels that you can choose from to test your food allergies, which is a blood test. Mm -hmm. She's like, we can test you, which is like the basic level for the, she was really nice. It's not her making these prices, Mm -hmm. but anyhow, she, the first level was like, we can test you for like these 10 things, which makes zero sense. I obviously I want to test for everything because I don't know what the fuck I'm allergic to. Yeah, bitch. Then she's like, well, are you a vegetarian? And I'm like, well, not exactly. I have meat from time to time, but mm-hmm. we try not to have a lot of meat. And she's like, okay, well, that one's out then because that's a little bit more affordable. Or you can have the platinum, which tests for everything. And it's this amount of money, which mm-hmm. was like $500 or something. And I was like, well, 
I got real skunty and was like, all right, I obviously I'm taking the fucking platinum. Who yeah. the hell doesn't? Yeah. Because what's the point? Yeah. You know what helps with health? What? Drinking. Go on. And you know, we, it came up many times in this podcast that I enjoy a, a nice drink. Of course. And so, but lately, you know, I think I talked about it before, I have a liquor cabinet now in my apartment. It's great and it's growing. And you know, the last couple of days, I just happened to be by the same liquor store twice. And so a couple of days ago, I went and I bought three bottles of wine and I bought a bottle of Amaro. It's a, like a bitter liqueur so I can make paper plane cocktails, which I did last night. What is it? Pa- please. What it's, is it? Paper it's um, one part bourbon, one part Aperol, one part Amaro and one part lemon juice. Mm. Mm, shake that up. Mm. You're supposed to put it in a coupe glass, but I put it in a rocks glass with a king cube. Me and Mariah had them. My witch. Yep. So good. No rules. No rules. It was delicious. And then yesterday I'm in the same area and I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't, I need some vodka and I, I need some more bourbon. So one of my, you know, so I can keep making the paper planes. And um, so then and I went into the same liquor store second day in a row and I had the exact same teller. Oh no. And I kind of was embarrassed because I thought he was going to be like, oh, saw you yesterday spending a hundred dollars again of alcohol. And then it reminded me of my aunt Susan, because my mom told me that when she'll go get wine in Langley, she goes to different liquor stores every time. So they don't judge her. <laughs> Cause like say she gets a bottle of wine and you can drink a bottle of wine in a day. You know, it's doable. Hey, hey. also no, I can drink too, but yeah. you know, well, that's, I, yeah. <laughs> she can, so she has a bottle of wine and maybe the next day, I want to go. Get, she's retired. I want to go get another bottle of wine. She won't go to the same liquor store because she doesn't want them to like judge her. Be like, oh, she just bought one yesterday. But you know, here's the thing: liquor store people they've seen a lot worse than of any of this. Course. You know what like, I mean? As if they're thinking, oh, she's back again. Yeah, poor she's thing. Got the one. Listen, he's not judging you. No, you're golden. You don't <laughs> got to worry about that. Thank you. That guy doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's looking at your dimples. I was even going to say to him, "Do you remember me from yesterday? I'm back." But I, it's like maybe he, maybe I work at a restaurant. Maybe I'm having a party. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. No. Or maybe maybe you like to give them as gifts. Yeah. He's none of his business. Do you think if I work at the liquor store, I get a discount? Yes, I need you to. Oh God. Okay. So I'm going to get a job as a naturopath yeah. and part-time I'll work at a liquor store. I think it's nature path. Okay. Yeah. I would absolutely love that. Guess what? What? I have to tell you something. Oh God. Look at your face right now. I'm nervous. Buckle up. Why? And if you're listening right now, put your seatbelt on. Okay. Because we're going live, baby. Who? You and me. Yeah. That's right. After two years of not performing. Wow. I really got my, I really got some sort of different voice on here. I'm so yeah, excited. And I'm goosebumps. And I'm nervous. You're getting goosebumps again. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. We are performing live as a duo. We're headlining a Just for Last Vancouver festival show. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in the best show ever called The Hero Show, yes. which is hosted by our wonderful dear friend. One, two, three. Cam McLeod. That's right. And there's going to be some other people in it, but we're, we're. We're headlining. We're headlining. And here's the thing about the Hero Show. The Hero Show is a solo sketch comedy that's show. Right. You go up by yourself. That's the rule. You could you have five ish minutes. You can do anything except stand up. But Hero Show is breaking the rules for the Ryan and Amy show. For we, your little cuties, we here. get to go up together. <laughs> and we're gonna do. We should tell them what we're doing. It's kind of a. Do they? Do you think they would? I think yeah. I might help sell tickets. Okay. Well, if you know our, if you know our characters, we do these moms, the moms over Miami. We close every live show with them, a big new concert, and we're gonna have a new concert at the Just for Laugh show at the end of this month. What's the date, Amy? The date is May twenty seventh, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be at our little cuties uh, studio space, uh, film and TV studio space called. Stage six. Yeah. With the boys of Hadron Films. Yes. Chris and Miles are our honeys. Yeah. Let's get your tickets. If you want to go on Instagram to the Hero Show page, your link will be there. Yes, it will. Go to at Hero Show something. You'll find it or find us. 
and you're going to have a great time. <laughs> but for real, it's on a Friday night mm-hmm. and this space is massive. It's yeah. a massive, huge like warehouse TV film studio mm-hmm. that is, there'll be nothing in there but chairs in the stage and a bar. Yeah. And it's in this really cool area of Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Hey, get your tickets. And there's going to be a big party after. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? There's a secret something after the show. Yeah. A party. That's right. A party. The biggest party since the fucking pandemic, you That's guys. Right. So let's yep. fucking go. Let's fucking let's go. Fucking, whoa. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Well, I'm getting fucking horny. We're going to be vaxxed. We're going to kiss each other. There's going to be so much room. Everyone's leaving pregnant that night. Yeah. Yeah. Look, your nipples are so hard right now. Holy shit. <laughs> Should we get to our guests? Yeah. Our guest today is an actress known for her role as Felicity Smoke. You can't laugh. Who's laughing during the intro, Emily? God damn. Sorry, I'm I'm not here. I'm not here. Our guest today is an actress known for her role as Felicity Smoke on the CW series Arrow. She has also reprised the role in shows such as The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. She also played the role of Patty in the Academy Award-nominated feature film Brooklyn? Ever heard of it? Yeah. But what she's most known for is her world record for rolling the largest doobie. Welcome, Emily Bett Ricards. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing my major (laughs) talents. Yeah. So tell us about how that one talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. We never said talent. Yeah. Not plural. No. So tell us about the rolling of the doobie. Sure. Yeah. Well, when I was an infant, um, I <laughs> was seen seen as being a, a prodigy for having incredible motor skills. And so, growing up, I was I was thrown in sort of this like lots of rolling activities. You know, rolling around on the ground, rolling up people in carpets, rolling just rolling anything that you can yes. see, homies, all that. Whoa. Um, I know. Rolling with. I get it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, we just like, we, you know, well, I should say I, I mean, I was obviously the, the headliner of this doobie <laughs> rolling <laughs> competition. And so. How old were you? Yeah. Eight. Wow. Oh, in the weed early. It's younger than I expected. Me too. Well, we're British Columbian. For our listeners, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm an actor, comedian. Um, I like doing those things. I walk a dog a lot. You know, I do mm-hmm. like a lot of yoga and those kind of things, a lot of chill stuff, not like a ton of crazy wild things anymore, but, um, you know, lots of, lots of writing. Did I answer this question? No, yes, no. Great. I toast, I toast yeah. eggs in the toaster. Is that weird? What? No, wait, sorry. I wasn't, yeah. I checked out five minutes. How do you put you an say? egg in a toaster? <laughs> well, they're like, they're like vegan eggs and you just put them in the toaster and they toast. So that's oh. something I do now during pandemic. So they're already mm-hmm. kind of made before you put them in there. They're like frozen or something. I mean, you could say that, but I also call myself a chef. And I <laughs> my, my apologies. Yeah. Don't piss her off. Thank you. We met you through a mutual friend, Tommy, and also our mm-hmm. buddies that had drawn films. Yeah. And- oh, yeah where we got together during the pandemic and we started writing comedy sketches together in a group along with Angela and Cam, Angela Galanopoulos and Cam yeah. Cloud. Mm-hmm. And um, you came in and we hadn't really met before. We would, you know, Miles from Hadron Films was like, oh yeah, Emily Bett said that she'd be willing to come in. And we were all like, oh my God. Oh my God, 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 that's amazing. She's coming, oh my God, I can't believe it. Is this for real? No, I'm not going to sleep tonight. And then... All of a sudden, here comes just like today was. We're on oh. Zoom, and we see her camera come on, mm-hmm. and then we were like, 
Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. We're hey, fine. We're Emily, normal. We're fine. We're just like you. Yeah, you should. Ha- thanks for being here. Yeah, we're surprised that you took so long to see us. Yeah, so thanks. <laughs> and then you wrote some amazingly hilarious, fucked up sketches. I but I just like, I just knew that going into that room, you know, I think I like, I think I came in the first time and I was like, oh, hey, thanks for having me. And then I remember like about to read a sketch and I was like, so how fucked up can I get? <laughs> And you, you right away were like, as far as you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no limit in please, this writer's room. Please. I was like, oh my goodness, this feels like the place for me. And um, yeah, just that, that was like such a highlight. I like, I was going to ask you guys if you want to do it again. <laughs> yes, we yes. do. Please. Um, you want to say, so your first big break was starring in the Nickelback mm. video, music video. Yes. Never, yes. Wow. never, never going to be alone. Okay. Our big question is, did you get to meet Nickelback? And if so, how hard did you fangirl? I, I didn't get to meet <gasps> them. Ever? Um, I probably, no, ever. Wow. it's a shame. Never. I did fangirl at the little girl who played me because she was like a big Barbie commercial star at the time. And she, was like, <laughs> she like didn't want like anything to do with me. And like she had been acting since she was like one and she was eight. And I was like, I was like, you're 18. I was 18. I think Thank so. you. <laughs> Wild. It was 4 p.m. Thing time was 4 p.m. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was the first thing I, yeah, first thing I'd ever done. Hilarious. Good research there. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do. I used to go to these like, oh, like when I was like younger. So even younger than that, like 17, like just before that, I would go to these open casting calls and just hope, like hoping like this has been my dream since I was a kid. Like my parents didn't want this direction. So like open casting calls, like on the internet, like here we go. And the woman who cast that, I went to this open casting call for once and she's like, okay, listen, like, you're not going to get this part, but here's an agent's number. <laughs> she goes, hey, there's an agent's number. He, um, um, he was wonderful. He became my agent. And this Nickelback video, I remember going in, it was her again. And she was like, okay, look at the wall. Now look as if the X on the wall is just disappearing and you're sad about it. And I remember being like, oh, I fucking got this. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no, like, you didn't know what the music video was. You didn't know what it was about. Like, nothing. Wow. They didn't tell you anything. And so, you know, X's disappearance on walls is what can book you your first part, everyone. Whoa. You have heard it here yes. first. Do you want to book something? Levels. You practice. I know, it. goosebumps. I have goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. You know what else I want to talk about from that story is um the little, mm. div- the little I love a nice little diva child actor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love, don't like, we? Don't we all? I love it. I love a nice theatrical child as well mm-hmm. that is like... Oh, yeah. That girl sounds like she had every right to be a diva and yeah. not give a fuck about you, Emily. I'm really sorry. Yeah. She probably only went to school like half time a year. Yeah. yeah she was so cool. <sighs> She was so much cooler than me. I'm not sure she was like a diva or she just didn't care about me. She didn't. You know, like it was like, yeah, like I was older version and clearly at 18, she was going to be way surpassed than I was. So I feel mm-hmm. like she was like, no, that's not. <laughs> she was set- <laughs> really, she was like setting the tone. Yeah. Do not talk to me. Mm-hmm. Do not look at me. I know where I'm going and I also know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, can I, can I sit with you at lunch? <laughs> uh, no, she's. <laughs> Do you know where she is now? No, I, I don't. I'm sure she's like just as lovely as how I remember her. You're being a nice girl now. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all know you're a B from H, a bitch from hell. Here's the thing. Oh, you've talked to my mother. That's so interesting. <laughs> you've never been asked this question before. So like we know for sure you've got <laughs> this one. This one, okay. one that you haven't been asked. Okay. 
Lay it on me, mama. You were only, she knows I like to be called mama. You were only on, <laughs> supposed to be on Arrow for one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you've been asked this. If you Google you and you research any interviews you've done, basically this one's going to be different, but this one's the same question. Anyways, this is truly exactly. amazing. This is why this is asked all the time. It's be leveled. But you were supposed to be only on Arrow for one episode, and then they continued to ask mm-hmm. you back, continued to ask you back until you became a regular on the series. And then your uh, mm-hmm. character, Felicity Smoke, went on to like do a bunch of different uh, Flash CW shows. Oh, yeah. Truly, like I know you've probably answered this a thousand times, but like that's unbelievable. Like that's the dream. So for us as actors, yeah, people, you know, in those positions, it's like, what was it like? So it's wild. Like I, I have to say, it's still, it's still wild. It's the, the reason the question is asked is because especially being a Vancouver actor and a Vancouver actor at the time, and this still happens, like Vancouver actors will be like asked to audition and there's a certain number of parts that need to go to local or thought to go to local or audition for local. And then, you know, those parts will actually already be filled by someone that usually in American is already taken or has been offered to. And this is still like, this is still like a huge thing. This is just what happens. This is the industry. This is the business. It's, you know, dominated by Hollywood, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, going in, going in to do that audition and how old was I, right? Um, <laughs> this when you were 20. <laughs> yes. 20. Yeah, so going in to do that audition at 20. Um, Kurt and Nike are the casting directors. They only bring you back if, you know, like they like, like there's all this gossip, like they only bring back, they like you. And like, all of a sudden, I hadn't seen them in like two and a half years. I totally thought I just like botched like the audition I had done for them before. So I went in and I was like, okay, it's not about the part. It's just about to ace this so that I can continue to come in for the projects that they have. And um, I went in, I clearly did okay. Didn't make a total fool of myself. Booked the job, called my mom, went back to the, <laughs> the, the dog shop, dog apparel shop I was working at that I'd put like a tag on the door that was like, gone back in you know six hours <laughs> wow. um, and my boss at the time was super supportive of that but she's like don't make it a habit and i was like i'm definitely making this a habit <laughs> um, and yeah just sort of they they ended up bringing me back after that and then i worked that whole season sort of as a, a guest star but recurring because it wasn't supposed to be recurring so just like guest star over and over again season two rolled around they offered me you know the six-year contract which was scary six-year contract yeah you're 20 what the hell is that like I called my friend Fanta on the corner and I was like, well, like I have to say yes, because like, I'm probably never going to get another chance because I'm Canadian and I live in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is my thought. Um, and also like, I'm going to be 26. I'm going to be so old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was like, what, like I could, what if I, you know, what if I change or, and you know, you do, you end up changing and you end up changing sort of. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In, within the contract and living your college years in this contract and um, acting and learning and being on set and making family out of people you would have never met and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. And like being in your 20, you kind of, you know, that's an interesting thing too. Like I'm always talking about anything in your twenties is such a growth period. Oh yeah. And for you to have had that steady of, of work and that schedule, like your schedule mm-hmm. must've been crazy. Um, do you ever feel like, I don't know, is there a part of you that ever thinks obvious? I'm, I'm sure you're very thankful for everything and that, you know, it's been helpful. Totally. To you, yeah. Do you ever look back and think like, what if I didn't, you know, what would it have been like if I didn't have that? Yeah, obviously really grateful. I like in my own head, I call it like fast times at Arrow High because I feel like there's like this eight year period where I was like living in my hometown and then I like didn't see my family. Like there's this like weird misbalance that happens when you're working 10 months out of the year, five days a week, 18 hour days kind of thing. And like everything kind of like revolves around this thing and and you're in your 20s. So things are already fast and you're already kind of confused and you don't really know what's a healthy work environment, what's not, like who you are, like where you're going to be when it's over. Like, this is amazing. This is exactly what you've always dreamed of. And then there's this other thing about like figuring out your own identity and and what it is in that. Um, And being 30, being much older now. um, (laughs) (laughs) But with some perspective and some, you know, actual time off that I, that I chose to take as well. Like, yeah, I think it's such a, it's definitely like a unique 20s experience and I'm, I'm really grateful for it and I can't wait to act again but there was like a period of time afterwards where I was like I I need to just like stop like things need to stop I need to see what like actual time is like for a mm-hmm. moment totally and that, so. that's- well that goes right into our next question yeah. uh Miss Ricards mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah eight years you know like you said 18 hour days all that um and then you're and then you're suddenly done like what a what a shock to the system yeah. right um, did you like, did you, mm-hmm. go to, did you go to Mexico? Do you go to Hawaii? Do you just lie in your bed for a week? Like, was there an initial <laughs> thing that you did to like, kind of just stop? I wanted to, but I, I ended up leaving the show at the end of the seventh season and going, um, I sort of like took my contract and was like, I, I think I'm done here. Like, thank you so much. And I ended up doing a off Broadway show in New York. Um, I did an indie film in Philly and then went to do a show in New York and I was in New York for the summer. And then I came home after doing that show. And I sat at my mom's house, catatonic, <laughs> without like looking, without like looking at anything, like just the ocean for like, I think like close to a month. Like I didn't answer my phone. Nothing. Oh, that's the best. And then I decided I called my team. I was like, I think I'm going to take a year off. And then the pandemic hit right after that year was over. So I haven't worked since that. So that's been like wow. a longer break than the one expects. <laughs> well, hey, oh. shit happened. You got to write with us. So there's, you know, there's always... A little I little sure little did. Sense. Switching gears a little bit here. In 2015 okay. and 2016, you <laughs> and a certain Arrow Hottie co-star, his name is Steven, you guys won Ship of the Year at the MTV Fandom Awards. Okay. I don't know if I'm old because I'm in my 40s, but what the fuck is ship of I the just, year? I just figured it out. Wait, before you tell me, don't oh, say it. Did you figure it out? I think it's relationship. Oh, damn it. Ding, ding, ding. Please, please play the I'm correct not- buzzer for Amy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not old. I'm not old. Well, I am cool. And I They're young. that lazy to call relationship a ship. It's what's cool. Okay, tell oh. us. Tell us. Yeah, I don't I don't think it I don't think it's lazy. I think it's like the generation 
that is cooler than us. How have I never heard that? Hey, Greg, are you in a ship right now? Yeah, how's oh, your ship? Yeah, I'm in a ship, Ryan. Oh, okay, my ship just good ended. for you. Oh, did it? This begs the question too, like, is it just for fictional characters? Because I don't think this happens as a like verbatim when you're, what am I trying to say? Like when you're speaking to someone, <laughs> like it's not a term like in person, it's like a type. Well, like it's, a screen. it's not a term for us because you're 30. So you're super old. I'm 37. I'm fucking irrelevant oh and ancient as fuck. And Ryan's on his death. I'm actually, this is, I'm, this is a hologram. I've actually passed on. <laughs> Whoa. You're way cooler than all of us. I know. Yes. Okay, fine. So you I feel win. stupid now, but I have one more question on ship of the year. Uh-huh. In one of the years you accepted sure. the word in your bathtub. Why did you do that? Emily, Why did you do that? What are you doing in there? You're going through, were, you, were you going through something, honey? Emily, what was going in your ship world? What is going on? So I had this, like, at the time, I was playing with the idea of, like, having a sketch show that takes place in a bathtub. Like, having, like, uh, like, an, inter- <laughs> like an interview, like, an yeah. interview thing that would, like, take place. It was called, be called bathroom therapy. And, like, you'd come in, you'd have therapy. And you'd go to the bathtub. Because, like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you relax? You do it in your clothes, okay? Police. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so I was like, I had this fucking, you know, I had this great bathtub, which really wasn't like that great, but like, I really liked it. And so, yeah, I think I accepted in there because we couldn't go. We couldn't go to the award show because I was working. Um, But the best part about this award is that it is so heavy that, you know, when people are like, do you sleep with a baseball bat underneath your bed? Like, what's your weapon? Like that thing, if someone came into my apartment would be the first. (laughs) (laughs) It would just kill somebody. It's just fun. Well, it warned them. Yeah, I guess it's a little more violent than I thought because in my head it hasn't happened yet. But if it did, <laughs> may I ask a question that's on the list right now? Yeah, I'm going to rewind and maybe we'll edit this back earlier. But you'd mentioned earlier okay. that for well six years, I guess you worked 18 hour days, five days a week. I just want to know: did that yeah. ever kind of did you ever crash? Did you ever need a timeout? Oh yeah, like, that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's almost an exaggeration. Like we, you know, 18 hour days would be like the max we could work Mm -hmm. on a day at the time. And maybe I would have like a Monday off. So let's say like 16 hour days, five days a week, something like that. Yeah. Like there's, there's like a lot of times this happened, like this happened recently. Like I can't remember what we were doing, but I think we were traveling my partner and I, and like, like, we didn't sleep a whole lot and you get this kind of like, and then we both had to work the next day. So you kind of get this like hot, like almost like this high from not sleeping. Right. Or like you were, or you had, so you did so much the day before. Like it felt like that every weekend, <laughs> like okay. almost like a zombie, like a zombie thing. And, and a lot of like, um, my friends that have worked on other shows, especially like on the same network and here and sort of the same hours, like everyone talks about it. Like, um, I had like acne the whole time, like every, like from 21 till I stopped, I had like hormonal acne that I just got rebalanced. And my naturopath was like, well, you had to rebalance your cortisol levels from <laughs> hours you were working. And I was like, this is crazy. But I was going to say to you, if you ever like moving forward for a new job, um, I'm obsessed with days of our lives and I know that their hours <laughs> are much more reasonable. So if you yeah. ever want to be on days, Right. Of course they are. I want to talk about Brooklyn um, because I fucking... Um, I don't know why I touched my breast when I asked this. I just, it's a, I am who I am. And please mm-hmm. leave, leave me alone. Yeah. You did this. And I was like, I thought you were going to say boobs. And I was no, like, why? Talk about your breasts, honey. Okay. I hope that's okay. Um, I want to talk about mine and your breasts. We always ask every guest, what size is your cup? Yeah. What size is your cup? <laughs> yes. But wait, that's not what we're talking about yet. I wanted to talk about, okay. my question is Brooklyn, the movie. I didn't yeah. know who you were. I have to tell you something for real, real. I was watching Brooklyn and I loved it. Everything about it. I was losing my mind. I loved the whole thing. Then you came on the screen 
And I think I turned to my partner and said, who the fuck is that? And she was like, I don't know. But yeah, also, who the fuck is that? (laughs) You were so stunning and standout. And first of all, we were like, who the fuck is that? Because we were both like, oh my God, we're crushing very hard. What the fuck is this? Two, didn't, hadn't seen, I just hadn't seen you yet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cool. Okay. I only see, I don't see the cool things, but I did see you in Brooklyn. And, and then your role in that was just so, yeah, I just feel like it was, you were just such a standout. So, um, I want to talk. Yeah. I really mean it truly. And we were freaking out, but, um, I want to know sort of in a nutshell, what that process was like getting that audition, filming it, and then like having been in this award nominated and award winning film. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a wild ride. So the, uh, the audition was done over Skype because Zoom didn't exist yet. Are we allowed to say Skype on Zoom? Are they going to like kick us off? It's fine. It's fine. We know them. We know. Yeah. We know the head. The okay, we know them. Um, and the audition process was quite easy. I was already on Arrow at the time. Um, yeah, it, it was sort of a. They were looking for someone who was Canadian to do the sort of American um, girl in the movie. Um, and so they were like, everyone else is Irish. And I was like, oh no, I can't do an Irish accent. This is the hardest one to do. And they're like, and you're American. I was like, I can do that. I've been trained. Um, so that, that already felt great. And yeah, we did the audition over Skype, uh, caught the part. I think I, I can't remember what two seasons it was between. And I wish I had like more of a clarity of an answer for this, but I ended up getting really sick on set. Like we had finished arrow and i feel like our like a lot of people have this story like your body sort of just like pushes it to the end of the season and your body's like just stay alive like you're not gonna get sick don't say you know and then i i was like yes i made it i felt great we were shooting in montreal i get to montreal i'm like half a day into like wardrobe like we haven't started shooting it and i just get like sick 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 (laughs) and i i was still like i was quite young at the time too i was like 22 or 23 i think now if this was happening even like before covid but like especially now like if you're sick you'd be like i actually am not my best i can't do Mm -hmm. at the time i was like don't worry about it everything's gonna be fine it's like everything's gonna be so great (laughs) this could actually be my plt story but i like didn't even think of this one (laughs) here we go go. um here we go and i it, it was super, it was a super fun set. My parents are from Montreal. So it was really nice to go back. And yeah, we were, we were shooting and I, like, I just got this, like, I was so sinus up at one point. Um, I was so sinus up that I was in the makeup chair and like my eyes just started watering. Like I was crying, but like everything was just so sinus that like, it was just pushing oh. water out of my, and I was so embarrassed. Oh. And like, I just felt like so like the actor word is green like i just felt like i was just like so messing everything (laughs) and i and i they ended up giving me this um like a like a sinus spray which i had like seen my brother do because he had you know allergies as a kid but i hadn't seen it since and the the doctor came to sat and they're like okay um i can't remember if he was french canadian or not but he was just he was like this is otravin you can't get it in british columbia it's illegal there um so you can't take too much of it (laughs) Because it like kind of like makes you feel high because you just like unleashes all of your senses. This is about the movie, obviously. So this is more about me. This is my experience. Um, and I just like I remember like doing it, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Whoa!" And I was like ready to act. And so yes. <laughs> acting with all of these like amazing Irish women and like such a stacked cast, and everyone is so funny, and our director is amazing. Um, it it was really like just a 
blast besides falling asleep in, you know, camera trucks on 45 minute turnarounds because my body just felt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, we have another good, I called my mom. My mom actually, I, like, did, I did the mom call. I was like, mom, can you come here? Like, I'm so fragile. I need someone to cry yeah. on when no one's looking. So I call my mom and she, she comes and we're staying in this hotel. And in the middle of the night, the uh, ceiling starts leaking like on our bed and it had like the bathtub above us had overflowed and someone had fell, fallen asleep in the bathtub or just like, we don't really know the whole story. The story we got was this person fell asleep in the bathtub. So my mom and I are like trying to like move this old wooden rickety. Walking <laughs> motherfucking bed. Oh, oh, it was. So those are my strongest, strongest memories from that. Um, <laughs> that was not what I was expecting yeah. at all. But it was a very fun answer. But, very but so like very fun. Answer. Some lifelong friends, like people are just like from that film, just like Mwah. so oh, sweet. You're a lucky bitch. You know You're that? You're one lucky bitch, Emily. Personally, it's my favorite part of the whole episode. It's time for our PLT stories. Can we please have our PLT music? <laughs> Would you like to start with your PLT story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Steele is going to start with the PLT story. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, fun, the great thing about PLT stories, Emily, is they can be about you and they can be about someone else. Mm-hmm. We, we've been doing this mm-hmm. show for a little while now. A little while. And I'm running out of things because I have some PLT stories, but I'm also pretty perfect. So I've had to like, you know, look I around. Know. What else? What else? So this story is about uh, some, the PLTs are some boys. and I'm going to tell you about them. I'm in Kamloops and I'm with my Langley boys. Okay. They're the good boys. And we're at um, a stag and we're, you know, we've had a good day. We went snowboarding and then we go to this country bar and uh, we're, I can't remember what it's called. And we're having fun. We're having beers. And I like to always have a few too many and, you know, I'm having fun. And then suddenly mm-hmm. uh, all my boys, they're all like straight and they're saying, yeah, I don't dance. I don't dance. So they're not dancing. They're mm-hmm. just, you know, you know, drinking anger mm-hmm. and drinking beers. And then I'm like, I want to dance. So I go on the dance floor and I'm dancing with all these girls and I don't know them. And I'm just like having a good time. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, I'm suddenly kind of like whisked outside. And then here's where it gets a little blurry. I don't really remember how I ended up outside. And this is where it actually gets a little sad too. Next thing I'm circled by a group of like guys. I'm probably like 22 at the time, maybe 23. And I'm circled by a bunch of guys, probably my age, a little bit older. And then they start pushing me. (gasps) They're all PLTs. And I'm like a little, um, what's it called? Like a thing, like a ping, ping, uh, a ping pong ball. Pinball. 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 I'm not yet. So I'm like a pinball, you know, I was like, ding, ding, ding off these guys. And I'm trying to play it cool. I'm like, Hey, stop it guys. You know what I mean? And cause I don't like to fight. And there's like probably like eight or nine of them and one of me. And then they do get one kind of good shot in and they hit me against this wall and scratch my face and it hurt. And then, and then this woman that I met once in my life, who was friends with my friend, Ryan, she just happened to be in this car in Kamloops. She didn't even know that I was in Kamloops at the time. And she's like, Ryan Steele, get in my car right now. I run away from these guys. I somehow get through them. I run in the back of her car. I I jump in the back of her car. Next thing, I just wake up in her apartment the next morning. Got a little bit, you know, my face is a little sore. But overall, for the situation I was in, I was was pretty good. Um, But here's my thing. So, okay. First of all, those fucking guys who circle me are a bunch of PLTs. And the only thing I can think of is that maybe those girls I was dancing with were their, you know, girlfriends and stuff. They were the girls, which still doesn't fucking make any sense to push me around. But what are the chances that this girl that I met once in my life happened to be in a car, seen me get circled by these guys and then, you know, yelled my name. It's just like, here's the thing. I say that sometimes there's higher power in this world because that is not normal. There was some little angel or someone out there looking out for me there and saved my life because yeah, I woke up. And then the final thing I'm going to say about the story, I come back home and I think 
Oh, no, I was, I was living on my own by now, but I was still really close to my parents and talking to them all the time. And I had this huge scratch on my face. You know what I could have told everybody? What? I got in a snowboarding accident. But you know what I said? What? I got beat up. Yeah. <laughs> not, well, you should own it. But it's like, it was, and I explained the story. It was like, not like I got got in a fight with a guy and got beat up. I got fucking circled. And like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I got to say something real quick about this. So this is the first PLT story where I did not laugh once. Yeah. So PLT stories, yeah. they're, they're, they're yeah. a change in and they, they come in all different shapes, sizes, forms, mm-hmm. colors, everything. Yeah. Um, I want to kill those boys. Yeah. These boys are PL fucking T's. And also, yeah. yeah, cool. We're all, let's just all of a sudden, like you were intoxicated, having fun, went outside and all mm-hmm. of a sudden these boys circled you and started pushing you around. Mm-hmm. Ter- Do you remember being terrified? Oh yeah, of course. But, so, I, but, so I, but I, I also remember though, like trying to be cool. Like I remember trying to be like, Hey guys, what are you doing? You know, like I tried to like kind of talk my way out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause I wasn't going to fight back. That was just, even if it was one guy, I probably wouldn't fight back. But the fact that it was eight, I, I knew yeah. that there was no, you know, no chance for me. But um, but then the yeah. ang- the angel came and what cru- came and crusaded through to to get you yes. to safety. That is, it's just it's yeah. To this day, me and my friend Ryan, we talk about it. It's just so crazy that that happened, and um, you know, obviously I'm I'm blessed. Hey, you're blessed. <laughs> obviously, Jesus Christ well, is alive and real. <laughs> Your face looks perfect, and you gave her oh, a five star ride. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you are a P. No, 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 I'm not. They are. Oh my god. They are PLT. Those boys that circled me are a PLT. PLT. Thank you, honey. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you, and for switching it up a little bit. No, you know, you know, I put on, I put on this face and this wig every week, and you know, I'm the, I'm the funny guy, and you know, you know this this red nose and everything and the yeah. makeup, but that's not really who I am. Sometimes no. I like to strip it off and just tell you something real. Yeah. I, I love you so much. Thank you, you so don't, much. You don't have to wear that for us. You know? No, you don't have to wear that for us, Ryan. Okay, that's good to know. Take it off. <laughs> yeah, I feel so free. Amalia, <laughs> um, it is your mm-hmm. turn. I want to hear your PLT story. Okay. I don't know what we're going to get here. So I... So this is like, this is like my, you know, you gave me homework for this. So I was like, oh, like, this is fun. I'll just dive into my path. So after going through therapy last few months, nice. Um, I thought I, I thought I'd be brave. Like, obviously there's a couple from seventh grade where you can be like, yes, everything when you breathe in seventh grade, like it's like, you know, embarrassing. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll give you, I'll give you one that didn't hit me until this morning. Um, <laughs> potentially even like this afternoon. I was like, I haven't talked to anyone about that. Nice. Oh boy. Um, I just really hope that PETA doesn't come after me. So, <laughs> so about like, <laughs> so my dog, I have a 10 year old dog. She'll be 11 in August. Her name's Ophelia. Um, um, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> she, she had a really, like, she had a really like bad leg, like most of last year. It's like significantly got worse um, towards the winter time. And we realized that, you know, she was at my dad's and my dad was taking care of her at, at one point while we were away and I came back and she's like only on three legs. So at this point I'm like, Oh my goodness, my dog is getting like old. Like this is like, I'm freak Like I'm, I'm freaking out underneath the surface at all hours of the day. This is just like sitting with me. I'm sort of like coming to the terms of, you know, life and death and like the only person in the world that has seen me in the last decade and known everything that's going on. And so I, I like, I was kind of, I like, I check her out every morning. Like we're taking her to the vet. We're trying to figure out what's wrong. Like, like how old is this dog? I'm a wreck. I'm crying. And 
she has like the, she's getting these like as dogs get, they get like lumps all over them every once in a while. And we're like, we're poking them and getting them tested all the time. Cause you don't want them to like turn out to be carcinogenic. All of them will come back. Great. She's, I should start this by saying she's fine. Okay. <laughs> so we're sitting in bed one morning and I'm like, oh, that's a new bump. Like that's like, that's a new bump. Like I should maybe get that one checked out. Like, okay. So like there's three new ones. We should get that checked out. And I'm like, is that a tick? And we live in British Columbia and she's had a tick before and I've taken it out with my friend who's a vet. And I'm like, I'm like poking at it. And I'm like, oh no, that's like, that's a tick. And we're in bed. It's December, by the way. So like, probably not tick season, but I'm not thinking clearly. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'll get the tweezers. Go downstairs. I get the tweezers. My partner's like holding her down. He's like, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Like, like, don't like, I'm like, well, I'll just poke at it a little bit. Like we don't like, we're watching videos on YouTube, how to take ticks out. <laughs> 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 we have a vet appointment that we have a vet appointment that day. Okay. To go, to go see, I think I like, or the next day and I moved it up. I was like, she's limping. There's new bumps. And I like, I think she has a tick and I get in and you know, I, I take these tweezers and she's like, not, I'm like, Oh, it's not coming out. Oh, like, what are you doing? Like, stop touching me. Like, I don't like get away from me, mom. <laughs> and like my partner at the time was like carrying her down the stairs. We have stairs here and all this stuff. Like, it's really sad. Like it's PLT, PLT. And it was mm. so sad. She's so sweet. And just so, like, so she's like a big dog on three legs. You're just like, oh. I get, and this tick's not coming out. And I'm like, so pissed. We go to the bed and he's like, okay, like here's some new medication. Like she's obviously got arthritis. And like, we'll like, we'll try and like switch up this cocktail of medication she's on. Like we're going to send her to a specialist and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, what about the tick? And he goes, so that's a nipple. Oh. oh my god oh my god oh how the hell god. did you not know that that was a nipple oh my god oh <laughs> wait wait you were trying to tweeze off her fucking nipple hold on oh. emily uh, she's got this white belly and like all her nipples are black and like i know her nipples you should always know your dog's nipples I had, like mm. we've been together for 10 years i know her nipple i was just not in a good space like i just like i love her so much and i was freaking out and like crying every day (laughs) how many nipples does she have six well see this is like i was yeah so i was gonna ask you like is it eight i don't know girls girls have two that's all i know hold on put put, hold on one second here i'm gonna check they have between eight and ten. Oh, between. So like not nine. Like, can they have nine? <laughs> no, they can't ever have nine. Well, Never. They can only have eight or ten. Not between eight and ten. Stop eight talking ten. about how many nipples she has. You were trying to rip off your dog's nipple. You are a PLT. Okay. That was maybe yeah, thank you. story. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. My turn. Oh God. Oh my gosh. She tried to rip off the nipple. Nipple, She tried to rip off. (laughs) Ophelia is going to come for you. Ophelia is coming for you. Dead or I know. Oh, okay. Holy shit. I got to remember that story. Okay. fine. She ain't milking. Well, (laughs) not not anymore. (laughs) She can't milk anymore. Um, Okay. My story. When I was, when I was a teenager, um, I was dating this boy, the love of, I used to date men when I was younger and I was trying to figure myself out the, the high school, my high school love's name was Will and Will and I dated for a couple of years in high school. Anyways, then we moved on. He was like, and then he kind of turned into a bit of an a-hole after, you know, whatever we were young, I don't hate mm-hmm. him now. He grew, you know, you ended up meeting Will later, mm-hmm, very, handsome. very handsome boy. And he, um, he later on was really good friends with somebody that, um, 
that sometimes here and there would sell some little, little bit of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And we knew mm-hmm. him. It was his best friend at the time. And then, so anyways, fast forward a couple of years later, my parents were away. I was living at my parents' house at the time. I think it was like 19 or 20. My parents were away and me and my best friend wanted to get a little, little high, a little smoky smoke. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, let's do it. And our friend Amelia was with us. She's like, well, I'll, um, I'll hang out with you guys, but I'm not gonna, she never smoked weed. So she's like, I'm gonna, I'll hang out with you guys, whatever. She was bouncing around in her car to different people's houses. Anyways, so we text this guy and we're like, hey, hottie, come, <laughs> you want to come smoke this up? Like we're looking for some weed. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, borderline, like this will come into play a little bit, but he was like a borderline, a little bit of an, like they both turned into a bit of a-holes after, like when they were okay. as a part of our lives, they were like, you know, we were really close and we were all like loving and we loved each other. And then when we broke up, it was like, yeah, like we're big guys now. We're not, we're, mm-hmm. we're not, you're not our girls anymore. Yeah. Anyways, but we wanted to smoke yeah. up. So we text him and he came over. He's like, I'll be down in 15 minutes. I'm just a house up the street. I'm going to come down and I'll smoke you girls up. He said, and we were like, okay, Ew. daddy. Yeah. Okay, daddy. Okay, yeah. So then little daddy came and um, we mm-hmm. smoked weed in on the back porch. And normally at that time I had been smoking weed, you know, I'd smoke weed on the weekends and stuff, whatever parties. And I was, I was, a, I was an okay hooter. I could hootie hoot and not cough. Like, and, and I would only hoot like maybe three puffs max was a big hootie hoot fest. Right. Oh yeah. I, but mm-hmm. I was okay. And I was smoking cigs at the time. So like, you know, it was cool. Oh, and yeah. he comes and he passes the joint around. I take one hoot and I start absolutely gagging. My throat is on fucking fire. I am. Absolutely, oh, like no. feeling, and then he passes it to Ava. Ava takes a little hoot. We're about the same, you know, leverage of smoking pot. She starts gagging, coughing. Her throat is on fire. Where it's like a new. It's like this is different. Anyways, he ends up leaving really fast, and we were like, "Whoa, that was weird." He left so fast. <sighs> so any, mm-hmm. so then he leaves. He leaves, and he's like, "Yeah, see you later." Whatever. He's like, "Not very." Whatever. And I'm like, "That was weird." And I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" I'm like, "Holy shit!" So then. All of a sudden, Amelia has left at this point. So it's just Ava and I. This is no word of a lie, okay? We're sitting in my parents' kitchen. And at the we remember it this way anyways. At the exact same time, we both look mm-hmm. up. We're kind of silent. And we both look up from what we're doing and like clock each other. And we both stare at each other. And we both go, holy fuck, I am fucking like high and I'm scared. And then I start floating across the ground. <laughs> I start floating across the ground and I'm going, I'm floating. I'm floating. And Ava's going, oh my God, you're floating. You're floating. And then Amelia arrives and we're like, we're fucked. We're fucked. I'm just flew. I just flew over there. And Ava's like, she's flew. And then Amelia's like, what the fuck's going on? And we're like, something was in like the weed. And then Ava's heart starts pounding so hard and fast out of her chest. Like physically I'm put my hand on her chest and she's like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm dying. I'm dying. And I'm like, Oh my God, she's dying. And then we're like, Amelia call Ava's parents now. And before, so we dial Ava's parents, which we had never, we'd smoked weed so many times before. And she calls her parents. We're like, listen, we smoked something. Something's wrong. We need you to come get us. Cause my parents were out of town. Mm And then we are texting the guy that, oh, and calling him. And we're like, what the fuck was in that joint? And he's like, it was straight cron. It was straight chronic. That's why. And we're like, no, it fucking wasn't. You put something in that joint because we're fucked. And Amelia was on the phone. She was like, what the fuck was in that joint? Like, like it's not, something is wrong. Something's wrong. Anyways, finally, Amelia, her parents get there. He's like, no, I would never do that to you guys. I would never do that to you guys. Right. And here I am thinking, 
I think he kind of fucking did that to us. Mm-hmm. And then um, her parents get there and they are so mad. You think this is funny? And we were howling. We were cry laughing in his face. Okay. They put us, this is actually so funny. They put us in bed together because we're so fucked. And I'm, my arms are jolting. I'm like quick jolting my body. Ava's mom is holding my body down while her dad is trying to help Ava like calm her heart, her like chest. Oh no. And then once we finally sort of like calmed, we went back to her place and I slept over. And then the next morning I woke up and went to my shift at Red Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there it is. And then I kept it up. I was a working girl. Yes, I smoked meth, but whatever. (laughs) Yes, I was high on crack cocaine, but I went to work. Success story. Anyways, that's me. Yeah. Uh, Emily, I think we have to tell that Amy, she is one PLT. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We always end every podcast with a nice little question. And our question today (laughs) is, if you were arrested without explanation, what would your friends and family think you've done? Emily? Yeah. (laughs) So this isn't like, this is like a new question to me per se. Um, Not that I have been arrested yet. (laughs) Um, Knock on wood. Like, I feel like a couple things come to mind, but like there, there's one that like, I I think like peeing or being like nude in public will probably be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The one like I, because I'm super cool. Um, we go on these like long hikes in the summer and like, I know like we come back and like you, you pee in the forest and all this stuff. And you're like, Oh, nature. Like, oh, you know, mm. and like, I'll come back and I'll be like walking Ophi in like the middle of downtown. And I think one day I'm going to be like, forget that I'm, like, in the city and I'm just going to like end up naked or peeing or something. Like, I feel like that is just like, not so far from my reality in wheelhouse that I'm just going to be like, <laughs> cross away. And when it does, I'll make sure it's outside your house. Hey, don't Emily. I like that. No, I don't want that. <laughs> when you piss it all right, over the front of my building. Yeah. Just God like, damn. just like naked, living mm. my life. That's a good way though, to get arrested. Like, I like that. Like, yeah, that's a no, nice there's way no to go shame out. in that. Yeah. No, there's no shame in that. Hey, Amy, what about you? Um, no for, shame. Oh, there's no shame no. in that. I know for me, for sure. Um, I will, my friends would, or my friends and family would say a lot of them refuse to talk to me while I'm driving. Like if I'm, I'm always hands free, mm. but people do not mm-hmm. like to talk to me while I'm driving because I have a whole lot to say about other drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think they would say anything like traffic related. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? For me, um, I think it's funny how quick this came to me. Actually, I feel I have a tendency to to hold things in and you know keep things in sometimes. You know what I mean? And and not mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, let it go or articulate or, you know, talk to people enough about what I'm feeling sometimes. And so, you know, those like videos when you see that guy at Walmart who won't wear a mask and he like spazzes and they have to call the cops on him. Like, I'm obviously, I'm not yeah. going to that guy. I'm not going to wear a mask, but I think someone might just say something to me one day and I'm just going to go off. Like it, I'll be, it'll be in a Walmart and someone's going to piss me <laughs> off and I'm just going to lose it. I'm just going to switch and they're going to have to call the cops on me. And then some woman or some person is going to fill me on their phone and I'm going to go viral, not for the right reasons. And then they're going to whisk me away to jail. Local sketch comedian Ryan Steele arrested today at the Burnaby Walmart for freaking out when, when a woman asked him if he was a senior. <laughs> that, um, Emily, that did happen to me. I'm 44 years old and I was at Independent Grocer about two months ago. And the guy was like, are you a senior yet? And I almost lost my shit. Why did he say that? I was like, wearing what, a mask. What age is senior? Like 55 you meant like or in something high like that. School. Oh, like oh, you're a smart lady. Emily, uh, 
We love you so much. We love you so much. What a delight. What a freaking delight. You go and have yourself a wonderful day and um, we can't wait to ride your coattails. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can't wait to be with y'all in face to face. So you might be getting a email threat list from me. Yes, please. (laughs) Perfect. Amazing. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little thing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.